All right, preacher, man, I'm not going to lie. You know, this is like the first day of school to me. <laughs> when it comes to the first day of tip-off at NBA, man, it's like the first day of school. Get excited, man. You you know, you got to lay that fresh fit out. You got to, you know, show oh out my, on your boards. Oh, my God, I'm ready. It is going down tonight, man. Time to talk that real shit. Buzzer beat is bright lights. Boy, you going to feel this. I advise you players to step back, dish it if you could try, you bring it in my lane, fade away like a wire, that's the NBA man, I love this game, and if you hear then you probably feel the same, barbershop talk mixed with some analytics, best of seven sports talk, baby get with it, straight barbershop talk mixed with analytics, the best of seven sports talk, baby get with it, from LeBron to KD to Kyrie, get into the story man, you know who I be. Morning, basketball junkies. Welcome back to the best of seven sports talk. Seven Mitchell preachers in the building, man. The day is the day, 75th anniversary. NBA regular season tips off today. We got some major games going down. We got some stories just happening in the NBA in the last 24 hours period. So we got a couple things to talk about. Salute to everybody out there. Shout out to my brother Preach. Preach, what's happening, bro? What's good, man? Just Holding it down, man. Ready to, ready for this season, man. 75th. Let's get it. Oh, man. We got to definitely get it. So, tonight, we got LeBron versus Steph. We got KD versus Giannis. Ooh, that's going to be a crazy one, man. Oh, my God. Now, it's, it's, only crazy. The, it's only the first uh, game, so we not going to put a lot of mustard on that sandwich but how you think we gonna how you think the, the the chemistry is going to play tonight in both games Kyrie being out in Brooklyn and with Russell and LeBron and AD playing for the first time together in the regular season how how much do you think chemistry is going to play a role tonight this this statement game for uh, for all four of these teams man like Lakers want to get off on the right foot uh, Milwaukee want to show that they the champs. KD want revenge. Steph want to show that he back. So <laughs> I, I can't even put my mind around what's about to happen today, man. It's about to be some exciting ball going on. But I got I got Milwaukee plus seven, <laughs> and I got uh, Golden State, man. Golden State might get them boys today. I don't I think the I think it, the Lakers man. gonna need a couple of games, man. Uh, more than a couple, bro. And I'm a Lakers yeah. fan. You know, I'm a LeBron so Yeah. We're going to need more than a couple games. We might not start looking ourselves until maybe 15, 20 games into the season. Whereas, though, it right. might be tough for the Lakers to even focus on the number one seed. But as long as they get the chemistry right before the playoffs start, that's all I care about. But it's going to be a process. Right, man. I, I hope the Westbrook thing pan out. But if by 10 games, if... If the Lakers not in the top eight, they need to uh, pull the plug on it, man. I think they need to try to get Buddy Hill. That would have been the best addition for them regardless. So I think they need to pull the plug on it early while it's still, you know, early in the season. You know, 10 games in, if they ain't showing at least top three for me, they they, they probably got to pull the plug on that one. Now, speaking of acquisitions with the Lakers, the last 24 hours, they re-signed – Avery Bradley, 
They're bringing Avery Bradley back. They signed him off for waivers. Mm. I accept the deal, but I don't like it, Preach. I don't like it. I mean, it. he's a he's a nice three and D guy. You know, he just once he's in rhythm, you know, Avery Bradley can be a, a great ass to him next to Westbrook. That can be that can be a good defensive backcourt, man. I'm not taking away his defensive presence because he is right. a, he is a great defender. Right. The last time and you leave him open. He can hit a shot. Yeah, he can, man. He can hit a shot. I remember when we played the Clippers that first year when the Clippers What is he, thirty? He's only thirty, right? So that I mean that's still pretty young. That's that's right in the middle of the uh of the prom, so But this is my problem. When he was with the Lakers and and, and I don't wanna be too I don't wanna be too uh much of an asshole about this. But when he was with the Lakers the last time he almost compromised us winning that championship in 2020 because remember, Avery By Bradley sit. didn't go to the yeah. bubble. By sitting out, yeah. And luckily, Rondo and a couple other people stepped up in the playoffs that year. And, you know, shout out to Rondo, man. You know, shout, shout out to Rondo. Shout out to Rondo. But Avery Bradley, with his defensive presence, that was needed in the playoffs. It's going to be needed for any team in the playoffs. And I honestly felt he could have compromised us winning a championship. Because I felt like he was an important factor. So when he left L.A., I was good to go. The fact that they brought him back, I'll accept it because we do need the defensive help. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. You're going to need him for a lot of these. You're going to need him for a lot of these elite guards. I say in the bubble, it uh, lined up perfect for them because they didn't really need him. You know, they didn't have to face any of the – I mean, they, they went up against Jamal Murray and uh, Jimmy Buckets. But, I mean, when you see seeing Curry – you know, Paul George, Dane, you definitely gonna want an Avery Bradley on your side, man. So I hope he uh, you know, stick around for them this year. I don't know how the hell Philadelphia did it. I preach, can you can you maybe give me some type of insight or just something? How did the seventy sixes make this work? Ben Simmons was back returned in practice yesterday. They about to give this thing a go, at least for now. How the hell did, after all that was said and done, how whatever Doc, here? Whatever Doc said in that meeting with uh, Ben and, and Rich Paul, man, whatever he said to them, I, I I guess it hit a nerve in Ben Simmons and let that man know, like, look, we we want we to trade you, but uh, what we asking for in return, the team just don't think you're that valuable right now. So he they I think they're going to make him the primary focus to show them that yo Ben Simmons can still ball, he's still valuable, and then they probably end up moving him still. That's what that's that's my take on. It. Now, let me ask you this because this this is a, that leading to what you're saying. If they make Ben the focal point, and he produces, and they win games, that seems stupid for them to get rid of him, right? Right, right. I mean, it's it's a sticky situation, but um, do you think the Celtics are willing? to go on the lower end of their winning record to start the season of just to increase the trade value of Ben? I think they do it anyways because it's the regular season. And, you know, Philly going to win in the regular season regardless. But once it comes, you know, down to the playoffs, if Ben is still being Ben, it's, it's been proven year after year that Ben's play style and what he's doing, what he did the previous year is not going to work. Now, if Ben come out shooting, you know, mid-range jumpers, you know, he's 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 getting in the post. He's taking a couple of threes and 
they might keep him. If, if they, if uh, what we've seen in the offseason from him, you know, his game's been transitioning to more, you know, a lot more shooting, a lot more mid-range shots. Right. They might keep him. But if, if he's still the same old Ben, but he's still producing, he gives you, what, 15 and, and 12 or something, I think they still move. I'm just I'm flabbergasted to see within like the last thirty to sixty days just to see everything that, that unfolded from the comments yeah. from Doc Rivers the the first comments from Joel Embiid to the players wanting to go fly and reach out to be with Ben Simmons and him declining to even be with his teammates to him saying that he's not going to be showing up for training camp and he will not be playing for the Seventy Sixers. For Joel Embiid to kind of double down and make some more comments. To now he's back in uniform, practicing, ready to rock and roll this week. Yeah, it's crazy, man. It's I mean, crazy. And Doc crazy. Rivers, to me, I'm like, where does he get all this cachet from? Because he is one of the most overrated coaches of all time, if you ask me. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Ever since he blew that, uh, what he was up on Houston 3-1, <clears throat> back has- when Harden... He yeah, has more. He has more three-one blown leads losses in the playoffs than any head coach in NBA history. He's lost more game sevens than any head coach in NBA history. Doc Rivers. Yeah, that that, that he got Clipper so much mileage off of that 2008 championship in Boston. Yeah. Oh man, that team was that that was a super defensive team. I always say that's one of the best defensive teams ever, man. That 08 Boston team, man. Shout out Garnett. Tony Allen, James Posey, Leon Poe, them boys, them boys were some some defensive stoppers, man. Kendrick Perkins in his prime. <laughs> yeah, they gave LeBron a hard way to go, man. They gave yeah. LeBron a hard way to go. He did his numbers, but they gave my man a hard way to go. All right, man. Well, yeah, Doc Rivers. My bad. Oh yeah, yeah, my bad. No, you good, man. My bad, bro. Oh, all right. No, I was just going to say, um, when we come back here on the Best of Seven Sports Talk, we got to talk about DeAndre Ayton and the Phoenix Suns. We got some breaking news coming out of Phoenix that a lot of the fans may not like if they are fa- fans of the Suns. We got to also give our predictions on the NBA season. Preaching myself about to go in, give you all our picks. All that and more here on the Best of Seven Sports Talk. We'll be right back with y'all. Keep adding the talent level with DeMar DeRozan. Is it the other way? Oh, and Alright, Preach, so we back, bro. DeAndre Ayton and the Phoenix Suns got a big beef going down. They declined to offer him the max extension. I don't really know what the hell Phoenix is thinking, but their um, contract negotiations ended yesterday, and he doesn't get the max. What do you think about Phoenix not locking in DeAndre Ayton coming off of that run that they had last year? Man, that's... I'm I'm still trying to wrap my head around that one as well because you pay Bridges but you don't want to pay Aiden and but Aiden already he came out and said with his agent they don't want nothing but the max so 
it's Does like I don't understand. Does he deserve? Yeah, he. Yes, hell yes. He's a uh, what top five at his position. He he definitely deserves. Did did he deserve it before last year? Let me ask you that. Did, before last Be- season's performance, would you say DeAndre Ayton was a max player? Seeing what they did in the bubble and they went undefeated in the bubble, I, I probably would have still gave him given him the max. Remember, he was balling in the bubble. That Phoenix team was ready. They just needed a starter drive. Man. So who do you think is the best player in, on the Suns? Then, do you think is DeAndre or do you think is Devin Booker? Well, maybe it's CP3. definitely Devin Booker. It's definitely Devin Booker. You don't you don't get to the finals without what without doing what he's done to the Western Conference in the playoffs last year. He was balling up until when did he have that downfall? Up until he played started playing Paul George. Then you know his game started declining. But what he did to the Lakers, man, that was he was he was balling, man. Seeing him next to CP3, you get flashes of what you what you think Kobe could have been next to CP3 just with Devin Booker's game, man. He was he carried them boys. Man, but Aiden was a, you know, he did his thing against Giannis, but nah, Devin Booker was that man, bro, for them. Yeah, well, me, man, my thing about it is DeAndre Aiden got to show more consistency. He did have a great right. uh, playoffs last year, and if he continues that type of presence, I think he's going to be one of the more dominant big men that we do have in the league if he can stay healthy. But he does right. have to you, show the consistency. Yeah, you contain Giannis and you stay out of foul trouble, then then right. Like you said, he showed that consistency, you would have been right there. But hold as, up uh, though. My, this is my other this is my other issue though, Preach. Who the hell is Phoenix think that they are that they can play this money game with DeAndre Ayton? Like who are they? Like are they feeling themselves based off of what the hell happened last year? Because Phoenix is now playing games like they some type of powerhouse. And I don't know if they should be messing with their with the chemistry that they got, their core seems to be on point. CP3 came back, Devin Booker still locked in. You know why hey, would yeah. you do anything to compromise the chemistry that you got coming off of last season? It's like Phoenix is feeling themselves after not being in the playoffs in years. I mean, I I gotta get um I gotta get into their books and see who all under you know long long term contracts with those guys but I know they trying to keep that team together man and I think they got a plan man they got a smart front office you know they got James Jones up there one of the uh, very bad very high basketball IQ so I think they know what they're doing with this one I, I don't think they're trying to screw them over they're just trying to see how long term they can keep um all of them together I mean don't they still have to pay Cam Johnson coming up and they still got I think they paid Cameron Payne a little bit they just, you know, they, got they just they just gave the extension to what's his name Shamit Shambert I forgot his name from the yeah they, they got uh, Shamit yeah yeah they gave him about thirty to fifty million yesterday so they didn't give DeAndre the max but they they gave an extension to Shamit yeah so that one I don't slap in the face <clears throat> I mean I guess we'll see how it pan out man maybe they wait and see. How else? Uh, what else he does to produce this year and see if his game progresses? But either way, he gonna get paid, man. He don't get paid by them. He definitely gonna get paid by somebody else. But that's what I'm saying, though, bro. The, the to me, the game have changed. Phoenix is not really, even though they had a great season last year. I don't think they are in position to play this game with someone that is real instrumental to the uh, future and the foundation of that ball club, their culture, their ball club basically is almost evolved around Devin Booker and DeAndre Ayton along with CP3. 
like these players nowadays, they are taking their power into their own hands, their careers into their own hands. If they make this guy unhappy, which is publicly being reported, they could be looking for consistency all they want. If he decides that he's never going to play in Phoenix again, they're going to now have to be forced to trade him. Like players are not starting to take a lot of more, you know, like I said, responsibility and role in their own careers and their movements. So Phoenix could lose out if they don't play smart. Right. And they, they might just lose out, man. Because he's going for the max. And he want nothing else, nothing less than that. He's not a max player to me. I'm sorry. He's not a max. He's he's one of the best big men in the game on the simple fact that the game that we have in love right now is not really evolved around the big man. And a lot of the big men that plays the game, we kind of look at them shooting perimeter shots. Not to say that that's the right way to go, but that's what we see a lot of big men playing a little bit of the perimeter. DeAndre is not a shooter. He's one of them, you know, but it works for him. But I don't know. Yeah. I just don't think he's a, I don't think he's a max. He might be a max for them, but I wouldn't give him the same max contract that I would give. Uh, do you have him uh, top? Do you have him top five in your centers this year? Based off of what I saw last year and the way he performed when it did count, because again, they had to beat the Lakers in the first round. They had a tough run. You know, I would give him top five based off of what I saw last year, not top five, maybe off of talent. I just have to look at the uh, overall body of work of everyone because I don't think his right. his game still need improvement, still need to shoot. Right. He's not better right. than Joel Embiid. He's not better than Joker. He's not better right. than AD. Um, right. Cat. I don't think he's better oh. than Cat. I don't think he's no, better than Cat. Yeah. That's four. No, he not. You know, so... He could be there. I don't know, man. I'm not. I don't want to. And Bam, him. I don't think. I don't know if he's better than Bam either. But I think he could be more consistent and more reliable than Bam. I'm. I'm glad Miami picked up all those pieces in the offseason because I don't. I don't think Bam is as durable as they would need him to be. He is a dominant player. But Bam out of Badeo. Out in Miami, I, I, I don't, I'm questioning his health. I don't know how long he's going to stay on the court. I think he, I, some people got him defensive player of the year on their on they list, man. So I think he steps up to do for them. Who, Bam out of Bedell? Yeah. I don't think he's going to be able to play enough games to qualify. We're going to see. I don't want to wish anything bad, but I don't know, man. I mean, if that's the only was... way, that's the only way Miami going to be there is if, if they healthy, man. If anybody get hurt from that five, and I hope Oladipo stay healthy. If Oladipo stays healthy for those boys, they, they're going to the Eastern Conference Finals. Injuries is the Kim Kardashian of the NBA, yo. I'm telling you. It's, it's, injuries shook up the, the the league last year. More than Yeah, man, that's before. for and that's for a lot of teams, man. Uh if one one serious piece go down, that that can mess up your uh, your championship hopes, man. All right, man. Before we get up out of here, man, this is the best of seven sports talk. Seven Mitchell preach locking in, man. We gotta go and give our predictions once again for this upcoming season. Who we got winning each conference? Who we got being our NBA Finals 
opponents and the champions. We about to lock in right now. Appreciate all the listeners and the supporters. Preach, I'm going to start off with you with the Western Conference and the Eastern Conference champions. Who do you got coming out the East and the West? For the East and the West, I got Brooklyn coming out over Miami. I think they get them at six. In the West, I got L.A. over Denver. I think they get them at five. We're talking about the Lakers, not the Clippers, right? L.A. Lakers, yeah. <laughs> yeah L.A. Lakers. Let me let that be known. All right. So you got the Lakers and the Brooklyn Nets going down in the NBA Finals. Facts. All right. Now, if me, in my opinion, over the east side of things, if Miami was to meet Brooklyn in any round, I think Miami's going to win. I think the defensive presence, the physicality that they're going to have, especially if Kyrie is not playing, Miami should be able to beat Brooklyn. And it definitely wouldn't uh, not go no less than seven. That'll be a dominant series. But I think Miami could beat Brooklyn in the playoffs. Ooh. I'm not quite oh, no sure. Man. I'm not quite sure Brooklyn is going to the, the Eastern Conference Finals without Kyrie. They I'm, don't need Kyrie, man. You as long as so? you got a, a a healthy Harding, a healthy Harding with KD, can they can get to the to the finals? I don't know. Man. We got to see how we got to see where Harding's health is at and how if he come to this season in shape, because you know he can he can dominate the regular season by himself. So I mean, you put a KD next to him. That man probably would have been had in a, a a couple of rings. So we'll see, man. Well, this is gonna be the this is gonna be the last chance because if Philly if Brooklyn doesn't win it this year, Daryl Moore is gonna get James Harden from Brooklyn. He's gonna get James Harden from Brooklyn. He's gonna find a way. Watch. I can see that. I can see that. That uh that relationship is too tight. And what Daryl Moore allowed James Harden to do in Houston and all the, you know, the luxury and Coming in to practice when he wanted to. I can see him wanting to play for Daryl Morey again. So what I'm going to say is in the Eastern Conference, I'm going to go with Miami and Milwaukee. I'm going to go with Miami and Milwaukee. I think they're going to be the Eastern Conference uh, Finals opponents. I got Miami going back to the NBA Finals. This is actually going to be a rematch of the of the bubble. I said uh, before, of course, my Lakers. I definitely don't have Denver in the Western Conference Finals. I don't know what's up with y'all. Maybe it's just me. Y'all are so sold on these Nuggets. I'm not sold on the Nuggets. I'm gonna tell you why, man. Because my favorite player is is starting to become Michael Porter Jr. Man, he's that's a that's a star waiting to burst, man. If you watch this guy, he's he he has it, man. Uh, that back injury was what was holding him back, but they ain't paid that man for no reason. Michael Michael Porter Jr. is ready to blow. Yeah, he is a problem. He is a problem. I'm not going to hold you on that note. But I'm still going to go with L.A. And L.A. I think this year we get what we was asking for. We get what we've been wanting. I think this year, out the blue, we will see LeBron and Kawhi face head-to-head in the playoffs. And it will be in the Western Conference Finals. I think that Kawhi is going to come back just in time. I think they're going to wind up playing Golden State. It's going mm. to take almost everything out of them, but I think they'll beat Golden State. I think the Lakers will beat them, go to the finals, and I got the Lakers in the heat, and I got LeBron getting his fifth ring. That's how I'm calling it. Oh. Lakers over Miami okay. again. Okay. 
Pat Riley will never like get that, his revenge. Man. Never again. Pat Riley will <laughs> never get his revenge on LeBron. Pat Riley gonna be mad. Pulling oh uh, the ass. Oh my god. <laughs> all right, man. We are up out of here, man. Appreciate y'all. The best of luck to all the participants tonight. Again, y'all know the NBA 75th anniversary kicks off today. Tonight, 6 o'clock p.m., they start off the announcements, the first 20 of the um, 75 players, top 75 players in the NBA. They're announcing uh, 20 today. I think they're announcing 20 more tomorrow, and then I think the rest of the day after. But we got the games that count tonight. Milwaukee versus Brooklyn. The Lakers versus the Warriors is going down. These games count. It's the NBA. We love this game. Seven Mitchell, preach. What's up, guys? Seven Mitchell here with the Best of Seven Sports Talk. Just wanted to thank you all for all the support that you guys have shown throughout the years. If you would like to continue to support the network, please like and share the sports content. We definitely appreciate it. Also, grab yourself some Best of Seven Sports merchandise. And if you would like to make a small donation or contribution to the network, we have donation links in the description box as well. Cash app, PayPal, you name it. Once again, thank you guys for the support. Links are in the description box. Appreciate you guys. Y'all stay safe. This is the best of seven sports talk. Y'all be good. Peace.